All right, fans, if you know me, you know I love the Miami Dolphins, and I got some exciting news with our next guest, Aaron Salgado. He's got a cool documentary called The Curse of Joe Robbie, and it's playing this weekend at the Coconut Grove Film Festival, January 12th and uh, through the 14th. It's this Saturday afternoon at 12.15. Get your tickets. There's limited seating. I think you're going to love the movie. Definitely check it out, and I hope you enjoy the show. Take care. Go Dolphins. All right, my next guest, uh, I've met him before. He, he made an awesome fan film called Montana. This guy truly scratches me with, where I itch because he made a, docu a documentary on the Miami Dolphins. Aaron Salgado, welcome to the show. Tell us about your new movie, The Curse of Joe Robbie. Oh, man, The Curse of Joe Robbie. I'm a diehard Dolphin fan. Welcome to the club. Been there since, you know, 84, I think. You know, I remember... I was probably three years old, yeah. but I remember, you know, having dolphin yeah. gear as a child. And, you know, as you grow older, you know, getting, you know, late 80s, the legend of Dan Marino <laughs> and, you know, watching him struggle through the 90s, us almost getting there and having to deal with the Buffalo Bills. And then 2000s comes around and it's heartbreak, heartbreak, heartbreak. And then after like... 30-something years of heartbreak, I was like, what's going on right. here? There's got to be something going <laughs> on here. Um, and I remember my buddy had mentioned to me one day, he was like, hey, because he, he works for the for the city. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, you know that uh, the stadium was built on an old Indian burial ground. I'm like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah. And I, I went on Google, and I found an article from the Ocala Star from 1985. <laughs> And in this article, it talked about an archaeologist mm -hmm. named Bob Carr, who was heading a state-mandated excavation of the grounds that Joe Robbie was going to be built on, and that they had found over 20,000 artifacts belonging to the Seminole Indians. And as soon as I read that, I was like, oh, shit. Okay, well, you know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, I kind of like kind of think of myself as a Miami historian right. and uh, it's a storyteller obviously and I was like there's a story here okay well let me do some digging and I, I, I found Bob Carr's number and I reached out to him and I was like hey uh, are you the archaeologist that led the excavation at Joe Robbie Stadium and he's like yeah I'm like hey like I'm a filmmaker I don't know what I'm gonna do yet but I just want to hear from you what you found and he gave me a great interview. And once I had that interview, I was like, okay, well, now let me go see what, how this history of the Miami Dolphins lines up. And I, it was painful because I started putting myself through that heartbreak that we had dealt with our entire <laughs> existence. Um, but then it just started like hitting every single note. And I was like, oh my God. And I think the biggest one for me was first play in Miami Dolphins history at the Orange Bowl. A kid that graduated from Coral Gables High mm -hmm. returns the kickoff for a touchdown. Right. First play in Dolphins history. They moved to Joe Robbie Stadium. Opening day against the Chicago Bears. It's a preseason game. Our first drive, Dan Marino gets injured. <laughs> and I was like, this, this just wrote itself. Right. You know? Um, and once you start diving into it, you know, if you're a Dolphin fan, you know all the stuff that we've I know it, dude. I mean, Marino tearing the Achilles, 
the Pete Stoyanovich missed kick when we were up 21 uh, nothing. the Trump means game against the Jacksonville. Jackson, the Jacksonville <laughs> the massacre. Yeah, the massacre. You I mean. know, uh, Ricky Williams. Uh, we get Saban, and then he goes on to becoming Saban. the greatest college coach yeah. of all, of all uh, time. Richie Incognito scandal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it just goes, the list draft goes on and on. Draft, draft picks pick after draft pick. Missing out on quarterbacks that could have been franchise. Correct. Drew Brees. Drew Brees twice. Twice. <laughs> you know, things like that was just like, man, are, are we just bad as an organization? Or is there or something, are, is there, is there something Bigger and stronger than us, and it turns out to be the curse. I, I, I you know, so after making the film, I completely believe that we're dealing with something. Okay, bigger. so walk me back. So I, I heard about this right. when I saw your clip. That's how we got in touch. Right. And um, but I don't know the whole story. And I, even when you go online, there's really not a whole lot about it. And I go, oh my god, this is like there's something there. Yeah. W- what is what is it? There's a it's a burial ground. All right, so, we, we, you know, I don't want to ruin this documentary no, 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 for you guys, off. but Give basically, um, you know, the Dolphins were the winningest team in all of sports from yeah. 1970 to 1985. You know, obviously we had perfect season, back-to-back yeah. Super Bowls, got back to AFC Championship, Divisional Championships, made it back to the Super Bowl, I believe, in 82. Following year, we draft Dan Marino. Dan right. Marino comes out blazing. It looks like we're going to be going to the Super Bowl for the next 15 years. In 85... The NFL tells Joe Robbie that they will no longer be considering the Orange Bowl as a host for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. By this time, I believe the, Super, the Orange Bowl had hosted five Super Bowls. And, you know, Joe Robbie was a businessman. You know, that's one thing you got to give him. The guy was, you know, a, a visionary. And he said, well, okay, well, if we can't host Super Bowls at the Orange Bowl, you know, that's, that's a revenue stream that right. I really enjoy uh, I got to go build another stadium. This, the county didn't want to support him, so he had to go do a privately funded mm-hmm. stadium. And he found a lot of land on the outskirts of Dade County, yeah. you know, and he purchased this lot of land. And right before they're about to break ground, uh, an archaeologist came out and said, hey, this lot of land is actually part of Honey Hill. And Honey Hill is a very had a very significant role in the Seminole and Tequesta Indian tribes. Um, they had found already some, you know, human remains there, a lot of artifacts. And he said, before you guys break ground and build this stadium, you know, we have to excavate and make sure that they're not, you know, we're protecting mm-hmm. sacred land. Turns out that they did the excavation and they found over 20,000 artifacts and bones belonging wow. to the Seminole Indians. Of course, Joe Robbie had a site set on a Super Bowl stadium. Yeah. And what a lot of folks don't know is that that stadium wasn't built for the Dolphins. That stadium was built for Super Bowls and for a future baseball yep. team. That's why that the, 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 the sidelines are so yeah. wide early on. From 1985, Joe Robbie was already trying yeah. to get a franchise in South Florida. Mm-hmm. And he built that stadium knowing that we were going to get a baseball team at some point and that it needed to house that baseball team. The Dolphins were doing great in the Orange Bowl. If anybody's ever been to the Orange Bowl. Special place. Special place. 
it's incomparable when it comes to the energy yeah, yeah, yeah. and just the experience of watching a football game at the Orange Bowl, especially if you're in general admission and there's guys smoking blunts <laughs> next to you and getting in fights, you know? That's what the Orange Bowl was. Yeah, um, and they built it, basically said, hey, you know, we'll pay respect, we'll put like a little memorial over there yeah, in the corner yeah, yeah. somewhere. Deal with it. But, you know, we got to finish this by 1987. And didn't stop them. They went on and they built Joe Robbie. And from the moment, I'm a firm believer, from the moment, it's, I'm the infer, you can see it. Well, yeah. The moment we stepped into that stadium, things just didn't, just didn't go well. Even his, his, his inauguration speech at the stadium mm -hmm. was drowned out by helicopters. Really? From the moment that he stepped into that stadium, it all went bad. And he even dealt with a lot of, uh, you know, Joe Robbie passed away three years after the stadium was right? built. His family dealt with a lot of legal issues. They had like a $40 million tax. Yeah. They had to sell it. Yep. It's it just, you know, the bad omens just kept lining Yeah, a up. lot of bad <laughs> What's funny, it's assembled, but, but, but now the Mikasuki sponsor it. No, it's actually Hard Rock. The Seminoles own the Hard Rock. Oh, they own the Hard Rock. Right. You're right. You're so right, that, right. that to me was, you know, as a storyteller, that was the moment when I saw, okay, well, it's Seminole land. Yeah. There's the full circle, right? right. So, so the maybe Seminoles, the curse is off now. Yes. <laughs> I, I like to say the curse just wanted its recognition. Yeah. And we're winning the Super Bowl this year. God. But after last From week's your performance. Mouth to the Seminole guys. Yeah, after last week's performance, by the way, I don't know when we were releasing this, yeah. but last week was the 48 to 20 loss yeah, to the Buffalo Bills. Um, it's just, it's just those, those moments where we're like, man, we just, we feel like we have something. Yeah. And then it's, uh, it's a this, gut I'm check. still in therapy because yeah. of all this. <laughs> Marino, I mean, we had a great team when he tore his Achilles. We had a great team. We had a, and it's, it's we had a great team throughout the 90s. Throughout the 90s. Great defense. Well, Never had a running game, but we really didn't need well, one. Because you had Marino. Yeah. What's funny is there's a wave of, I mean, the, the Dolphins have won one playoff game, I think, in 22 years. It could be off. 2008, I think, right? Yeah. I don't remember. It was the Lamar yeah. Thomas game. The Lamar Thomas game. No, not Lamar Thomas. Uh, no, no, no. Lamar Smith. Lamar Smith. That guy. Yeah, yes, he had yes. that monster game. Yes, yes. Houston. Yeah. I mean, uh, the Oilers. Right. Anyways, yeah. and um, but there's a whole generation of people who think the Dolphins suck. Like if you're young, oh. like when we grew up, we're coming off the hangover from the '70s. Then remember, we played the Redskins uh, in the Super Bowl a year or two before we got Marino, and then we got Marino. But then you're like, we went to one fucking Super Bowl in all those years, like. How is that possible? Well, we went, the, we the went best to, weapon in We went in to football. the Super Bowl, Marino's second year. Second year, yeah. Against the 49ers. Yeah. Lost to Joe Montana. Yeah. Um, and it's funny, in the documentary, there's a commercial. It was a Pepsi commercial that was shot right after that Super Bowl where uh, Montana and Marino are sharing a Coke. And Marino tells them, I'll get the next one. Mm -hmm. If he only knew <laughs> that Montana would go on to have this illustrious career yeah. and Marino would go on to be probably the greatest football player, NFL player, to never win a championship. 100%. It's just heartbreaking. Yeah, heartbreaking. It's something that, you know, Marino to us was, was a god as kids, right? Like we used to see him be like, oh, we're good any given Sunday because we got Dan Marino. You're always in the game with him. Always in the You gotta always march you back. You're down two touchdowns, yeah. boom, boom, boom. You know, we saw the fake spike against yeah. the Jets, you know, all the four quarter comebacks. Come back against the Patriots and Bledsoe on the opening day. I mean, the, the, the stories write right. themselves. Yes. But then on the flip side, once I start making the documentary, it's like, damn. It was always like, it was a roller coaster. It was like, we're gonna reach yeah. the highest peak that we can reach. 
and something's gonna happen, and it's gonna be a really hard fall from here. Do so when, when you were talking <laughs> to the, the seminal leadership. And yeah. I can't wait to watch the doc. When you when, when you were dealing with the seminal leadership, could they do a rain dance to lift the curse or anything? Because I, I lived in Chicago a long time. They had the curse. Boston, same right. crap. And they would bring out the goat, and they would do. Right, you know, right, right. Finally, now the good news is the Red Sox won, the Cubs won. The Dolphins. Like, is there anything that the Seminoles there's a, can there's do? There's a there's a curse lingering with the Detroit Lions, which is the curse yes. of the curse of Bobby Lane. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do with that because they've they've been probably worse. They've been horrible. Yeah. Um, when I spoke to uh, Everett Osceola, who's the Seminole cultural ambassador, who's interviewed in the in the documentary, I asked him. I was like, Hey, is there a medicine man? Right. That I can reach out to. And I'll pay for I'll it. Pay for it. <laughs> you know, let's let's bring them out here. And there was a guy in Tampa who was uh, involved in the medicine man space for the Seminole Indians, and he had done something, I believe, for the Tampa Bay Rays at some point. Okay. Uh, but he was he's an elder now, and uh, he's just not in the condition to come out here. And I told him, I was like, "Well, how do you feel about it?" And you know, he said, "Look." That is sacred grounds for us. Really? Yeah. No, the Seminoles will tell you that that is old sacred burial ground. <laughs> so when you call that's them, not that's not like up for speculation. Like no, it's, no, it's, no, it's, you, you, no. That in their history. That's a ser- like, yes. Like our Absolutely. family blood was shed Absolutely. there. We we buried that's, people. That's a fact. Joe Robbie that's Stadium a graveyard. is an Indian burial ground. Wow. So when it's you, not rumored. That is a fact. When you, call you go to the history up, of Miami Museum and they have the artifacts. Right. Well, yeah. when you when you call them up, what do they say? Like they're like, oh, what? like is there another filmmaker or somebody calling about this story? It's actually true because I mean you can't find anything on the internet. About well, it. I called him and I was like, hey, uh, I'm doing this documentary about. Uh, I I don't want to say the curse of Joe Robbie. I told him, uh, you know, obviously once we did the interview, I had to like right. let him know what right. my, my my intent was. Uh, but I told him, I'm like, hey, I'm doing this documentary about the excavation that happened in 85 at the stadium. I spoke to the archaeologist, Bob Carr. He gave me a lot of, you know, eye-opening information. I would love to sit down with you and discuss this. And he's like, you know, he's a younger dude. He must be probably like in his mid-40s. Yeah. And he was like, well, I wasn't around at that time, but I've heard it from my elders. And, you know, uh, yeah, we could definitely sit down and talk about it. And even then, he there's parts of the interview that I was not allowed to put into the documentary really? because it's just you know their tradition they don't want to yeah they don't want to expose let, it. exactly so um yeah you know so can the curse be lifted that's that's a big question for me i like to say you know and i got asked this because i'll film, be buried there i, I got <laughs> i got asked this at the film festival it was like uh what was the purpose of you making this documentary and i was like well first and foremost i've been a dolphin fan my whole life and it's about time I get something out of this shit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's all heartburn. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's terrible. You know, and then secondly, uh, you know, I'm a very spiritual dude. And sometimes, you know, you just want recognition and respect. Yeah. And by me making this film, hopefully the curse or whatever powers. Yeah. You mend know, some old wounds yeah, and just put it back Might just us. want that recognition. Might be like, yeah, you know what? This past 30 something years of shitty football. Yeah. That was us, <laughs> you know. Now keep These it. Now, enough. you know, we got the Hard Rock name there. Good yeah. luck. Mm-hmm. Now it's on you guys, yeah. you know. So uh, I'm hoping it got lifted with this documentary. We should see. You know, we shall see. I think at the end of the day, we have a we have a big game on Sunday. Yeah, man. Um, Do you think that this is our year? 
man, there's been so many years where I said this is our year. You know, I thought Ricky was going to be our year. Yeah, and then he retires. And, well, no, he got caught yeah, smoking got, weed, yeah, got caught smoking which weed. now every which NFL now, player yeah. smokes weed. Right. So it's kind of like, damn, dude, we really got caught for that. Yeah. Like, but there's just some things that, like, you know, the way we got Don Shula. Uh, yeah. You know, that was some Miami shit if I've ever seen it. You know, uh, Joe Robbie and Danny Thomas, who's a comedian who's from a comedian, Hollywood, yeah. uh, fly out to Hawaii. It just so happens they stay in the same hotel as Don Shula, and they wine and dine him, yeah. and illegally take him from Baltimore. Yeah. You know, and then we had to pay a fine. We had to pay for a fine. Tampering. We, we, and we gave a draft pick. We gave a draft uh, pick, which who cares at that point? You know, Don Shula went to exactly Super Bowl, yeah. right off the rip. Don Shula comes, 1970. We're a winning team. Well, the other second back- season, we're in the Super Bowl. Yeah, dude. I mean, we were good. well. The other backstory is, uh, the Colts owner had bet big on the Colts. Loses and never forgave Shula for it, and it's a, re- a reason that he always, he hated Shula after right. that, and kind of let it happen that right. the Dolphins take. And there's it. a lot of things that are like, just coincidences, right? Yeah. Don Shula loses two Super Bowls. Where does he lose those two Super Bowls? At the Orange Bowl. Good point. Back to back. Yeah. Right, and that's why he was on the hot seat. Um, you know, Dan Marino getting drafted. Yeah. He comes in, and he's like gun blazing, and then to see him basically like fall apart before our eyes you know i remember those years from like 1993 to like i think it was 99 yeah. his retirement where he was just like he was a shell of himself yeah, his last couple of years with jimmy were he not had good. those he huge looked like he had pampers braces on, <laughs> on his knees you know he still he still had that arm you yeah. know and that release but he couldn't move but he couldn't move he couldn't move and I remember growing up, I was, I was a huge Warren Moon and Randall Cunningham yeah, fan. Man. And I was like, why can't our quarterback run? God damn it. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that once you see the documentary, they start popping up. I mean, the name changes that the stadium has gone through. With, I think it was like seven. Good point. Right. Yeah. Uh, the carousel of head coaches that guys would come in for half a season lose. The, the dismantling of the Marlins. Yeah, we won there, but the we dismantling also dismantled the Marlins. Yeah, that's something that we could talk about is like that I don't mention in the documentary. You know, originally my first cut of the documentary was like almost an hour and a half because I go into the Marlins yeah. and the Hurricanes. Right. And the to Hurricanes me, there's, there's a correlation there. between all of that, right? Yeah. So as I mentioned, Joe Robbie builds the stadium for the Marlins. The Marlins get there in 93. The Dolphins now have to play on this hybrid field that's a baseball field and football field might lead to a couple injuries here and there right and then four years into their expansion the marlins win a world series at the stadium stadium you know as miami sports fans we're like "Ah, we're okay that's good the dolphins could lose for a little bit more we got a world series ring good point fast forward seven six years later 2003 we win another one yeah against the mighty New York Yankees. Yeah. I was living in New York at the time. I was like, oh my God, we won two championships. You know, from yeah. we've seen two World Series championships from the Marlins. And then they decide to move yeah. to the Orange Bowl. And I'm, I, I grew up, you know, if I'm a diehard Dolphin fan. Hardcore Cane fan. Oh man, I love the, the Canes. Canes. Yeah. The Canes were my childhood, yeah. you know? The first football game I ever went to was seeing Gino Toretta throwing it to Lamar yeah. Thomas, you know? So I'm Canes through and through, even though it's like it's dwindled through the years, unfortunately. But, you know, I was there when Dorsey 
beat FSU, yeah, that man. Jeremy Shockey. You know, I was at those games. You know, I, those are those are huge memories yeah. in my sporting sport event. You know, going whatever. And um, when they destroyed, or you know, I say destroyed when you know when when they basically bulldozed the the Orange, the Orange Bowl. And they built this beautiful stadium because Marlins Park is It's amazing. great. It's very state of the art. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's a beautiful stadium. But to see attendance numbers, to see how bad the Marlins have been ever since that, and then on the flip side, to see how the Hurricanes went from probably the, the top school. three yeah. greatest football programs the NCAA has ever seen to where we are today. Yeah, man. You know, and I know we might have a decent year this yeah. year but we're no longer it's we're no longer same. the elite no it's not you the know same. when we were kids we were the elite yeah you know even when we got suspended and yeah. we had to deal like the frank costa years yeah. and stuff like that you know <laughs> you know we still knew yeah. it's just a matter of time before they, they lift the suspension and yeah. we're back um but now it's just like man we're not the curse it of hurts. joe robbie the curse of joe, joe robbie. robbie i think it all comes together you know at the end of the day. where can people watch the movie uh, right now, we are deciding on how we're going to release it. Only in date is also a producer okay. on The Curse of Joe Robbie. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. You know, I want to see how the next couple games <laughs> pans out before we go and, and tell everybody. By the way, you know, but uh, it's funny. I watch these games and it's like now after I did the documentary, I'm like, it's just a matter of time, time before yeah. it's activated, you know, and uh, hopefully in the next two to three weeks I'll know more of when we're going to release the film hopefully it gets released as kind of like hey yeah. by the way guys by the way, I don't know if you know about this <laughs> instead of I mean, like you know why this is happening yeah. it's because of this you know uh, but we'll see I'll, I'll definitely keep you guys posted All right, um, should be in the next few weeks cool stuff yeah. man thanks yeah. for coming on the show yeah, man, appreciate right, it my man. brother All right. All right. Later. this episode is brought to you by Buena Vista Creative Miami's premier digital marketing agency Visit BuenaVistaCreative.com for more info on how Buena Vista can help your business increase revenue and create the brand and digital presence it deserves. Video and podcast production, web and app development, search engine and social media marketing, logo creation, outdoor, print, swag, and more. Visit BuenaVistaCreative.com to learn more.